Hey, what? Amazing. Hey, bro. Hey, what's up? Wow. Happy, man. Happy that this function is finally working. Uh, so, been testing uh, all the new functions of life. Uh. It's a feature on Facebook, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There used to be one uh, that that is like um, you know, two screens whereby I can I can invite you pre pre the live stream. Hmm. But now I don't know why the button has disappeared. So now oh. you literally have to come on the stream, right? Then I can add you. I can click and add you in. Ah, uh, okay, but I thought okay. it was a cool function, uh, to have both of us inside. Can you see the comments, uh? Can you see? I the can comments? see the comments. Yes. You can see the comments. Oh, yes. amazing, amazing. Because I wanted to. The last time I went on Zoom, right? I couldn't see the comments. So literally, people were asking questions and then all that, and then I cannot see. I have to go on my my computer and then try to find out where they are and all that. Yeah, yeah. And if there's you... a lag time. Yes, yes, there is, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so good, uh, good, good at this. Uh, you know, working. I think that uh, some people are in here already. I see PV, uh, Marcus, Marcus Ryan Tan. Well, I like your name because it is three names as well. I also got three names: Benjamin, Ruben, Chong. <laughs> And Stephanie is the super, super fan. La. So she, she is like every single life she's there, man. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we give it a while and then after that, I will probably begin already. Uh, okay. Let me check if DB is okay. And I want to pull up the, the live stream here so I make sure that all the video, everything is there. Then we'll begin, we'll begin. How have you been, man? Um, I need to catch up with you. Apart from my funky phone, <laughs> let me show you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so amazingly, right? If you guys don't know, uh, uh, basically David David's phone, right? He he basically sat on it, uh. So he sat on it and and it broke. So yeah, now he's using I don't know whose phone, uh. You're using a wise phone, uh. uh no, it's my old phone. So this is my first iPhone 6 that got cracked. So I do not have a fainty iPhone. And this is my other iPhone, which I... Uh, quite recently, I was running a uh, evening course, right? And then what I did was I put a, a... I was arranging a stool, and then the 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 stool leg was on top of my screen. I didn't realize it, and I sat on my stool. <sighs> First of all, I don't know why... Uh, I don't know how, how it is even possible for you, the, the, the phone, to be under the stool. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so I think that, you know, some people are inside already. Uh, let's, let's continue the interview. Lah. So, so, guys, if you guys don't know uh, David, right? So, David King is a, is a good friend of mine, but he's also a super, super expert at public speaking and, uh, you know, regional, regional speaker. He does a lot of sales training, a lot of public speaking training, and he does it for Fortune 500 companies all the way. Lah. So, so, the whole gamut, right? And... Uh, he is someone that I actually worked with some time ago and, you know, it was a very, very good collaboration. I actually enjoyed working with him a lot. And uh, yeah, so now I want to invite him back to share about this framework that he has. It's called the Story Framework. I'll, I'll keep it to him to explain all the, the suspenseful stuff, okay? But basically, he is a trusted friend. He is a very good trainer. And, uh, you know, I, wanna, I wanted to get him in to add value to the community. Uh, you guys, a lot of you are, are, are business owners. A lot of you are so solopreneurs or, or like you're starting out businesses, right? He is going to be sharing a, a, a lot of tips in terms of branding, not only branding, but how to translate that kind of branding, right, into a framework that can actually sell. 
Okay, so I'm going to give it to him to maybe uh, do a little bit of introduction to yourself, if you will. I know I gave you the, the full introduction already, but just, you know, introduce yourself a little bit and then we'll go into the questions already. Cool, thank you so much, uh, bro. Um, you, you know, uh, I just want to thank you also for this opportunity to be able to uh, serve your community. I think um, during this period of time, during this COVID period, I think it's a time where we have an additional time of opportunity to serve people. And uh, I always love sessions like these. Um, like like uh, Benjamin said, um, what I do is I basically help people convert their information into selling tools by using a story framework. And I think that this is, um, it's, it's highly important because all of us, there is a difference between what you want to say and how you say it. Like for example, <clears throat> why is it Toborone? It's sold about the same price or maybe slightly more than uh, M&M's, but the perceived value of Toblerone is higher than M&M's. Why? It's because of the way it's being packaged. So all of us, we have a message that we want to communicate, but how we package it is how it's being perceived. And the truth about it is how our clients perceive us is our reality, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, so I've been doing that for the past uh, over four years right now. And uh, today I want to share with you what that framework really is <clears throat> but before i get into that framework i think it's good to lay down that foundation okay now uh, i'd like to ask you this question when you think of the word um chicken or think of the word hamburger what do you see <clears throat> do you see a picture of a hamburger or a picture of a chicken or do you see the words c-h-i-c-k-n or h-u-m-b-u-r-g-r -R? now for the majority of us we would see a picture of hamburger rather than the word hamburger so what does this tell you it tells you that the way our brain processes information, it, it converts information into pictures, all right? So that's the first criteria. When we communicate, it must anchor a picture, okay? Number two, pictures carry emotions. Like, for example, if I ask you this question, um, think of the time where you were the most happy. What's the picture that comes to mind, Ben? Me? Yeah. Actually, uh, it's with my team. It actually is, is with my team. Okay. Uh, as of now, as of now, because uh, they, they, they really, uh, you know, have overcome thick and thin with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed that process tremendously. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So for many different ones of us, maybe Stephanie, you might be thinking about, uh, I see a picture of a baby, right? Are you holding a baby? Is that, is that correct? Did I see that correctly? So maybe Stephanie, right? If you're looking at this, maybe it's, it's the first time you got married or maybe the first time you, you had a child or maybe... I hope I, I hope I'm correct. I it looks like a baby, but I could be wrong. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a parent. She's a parent. Yeah, if but I'm so, not wrong, three kids, ah. If I'm not wrong. Oh, all right. So for all of us, right? When I say think of the moment that makes you the happiest, an image comes into mind. All right. So what does this tell us? It also tells us that we associate emotions with pictures. Okay. So. The question then is, what is the best tool to use, right? That not only creates pictures, but also evokes emotion. And that's where I come in, right? I use the power of stories to convert normal information into information that is emotionally engaging. And it influences people to take action without even you being pushy or naggy. All right? Mm. Amazing, amazing, bro. Oh, are there, are Sorry, did you have something else to say? Yeah, is there any questions that you guys may have at this point or do you want me to jump straight into the framework right now? No, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you questions. Okay, so guys, uh, for those of you who have questions about uh, how do you actually create stories, right? Because 
Uh, storytelling is one of the most important functions, right, of, of being a speaker, not only a speaker, but any kind of sales, right? If you can tell a good story, you, I mean, even if you talk about company, right, every company has a story, the big companies, right? There's always a legendary story that these big companies have. Yeah. And this guy is a master of stories, okay? I, I think that I've, I've heard him tell stories before and I've heard him, you know, structure and help people, coach people on stories before. And he's really, really good. So if you have any questions, right, put it in the comments, right? And when I see it, I'll go and ask him. But if not, right, I am very curious about certain questions already uh, because now we have this COVID period, this yeah. whole process of COVID, right? Um, and I think that this is like a, like a joint uh, consciousness. Uh, everybody, you know, on their mind has this thing called COVID and, 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 and you know, got entrepreneurs, you know, sort of suffering because, you know, maybe some of them have to lay off employees even, right? Um, um, what kind of stories can, or, or how does this framework stories, right? Like how does it help people in this particular kind of industry right now, in this kind of, kind of like down market? Okay, so, oops, sorry about that. I think it's a very good question. Okay. Um, there's no doubt that most of us are experiencing some negative impact from the COVID-19 virus and, or, or, or how it's, uh, yeah, from the COVID-19 virus, whether it is uh, in impact in our finances, in our job, psychologically because we are having made to stay at home but there's always two things that we can do right one is we can choose to let it affect us another is to see the opportunity in this and think about what we can do about it and i always think that um during this period of time it's an excellent time for us to learn right it's an excellent, excellent time for us to learn it's excellent time for us to start learning about how to brand ourselves so yeah that's something I recommend every single one of you, regardless of what situation you're in right now, right? It really is a good time for us to take a step back and not only spend good time with our family, not only um, um, uh, focus on what's important to us, but also to think about how we can position ourselves in the market. Because I think the COVID-19 virus has started to make us see that um, um, iron rice bowl is not so iron anymore, maybe, to some extent, yep. depending on which industry you're in. It is fast becoming a very geek-like economy where people are being appreciated based on the brand value that they've created of themselves. So I just want to encourage every single one of you who's watching here today, think about how you can position yourself in the market because social media has made it possible for us to reach out to a multitude of people just in one click. Mm. Just in one click. Mm. So if you're asking me today, how can you brand yourself um, on uh, to, to be perceived as the go-to person for your industry, I'm going to take you through the process right now. Okay, cool. All right, so um, if you're a solopreneur, um, a business owner, um, or, or executive in a company, these principles apply all across, okay? So the first question you always have to ask yourself is, <coughs> who do I want to know more about me? Who do I want to know more about me? So, for example, if you're executive, then maybe you want to position yourself for HR to take notice of you, right? If yep. you are in um, maybe a, a bit diving business, right? You might want to position yourself so that people who love diving or aspire to aspire to be a diver might take note of you, right? If you're in the business of learning or education, right? You want to pay attention to well, let's say your target market is financial consultants or real estate agents or, or solopreneurs, then you could ask yourself, what do they care about that um, you have the expertise to serve them in? All right, that it really is the most important thing because stories are just a tool to bridge your service and what they need. It bridges that, okay? So after you identify what they need, then you bridge it with a story. So 
let's talk about a hypothetical situation. Okay, Ben, why don't you give me a hypothetical situation about um, um yeah, maybe uh, somebody who so let's say uh, so let's yeah. say um let's say you know um you you want a you want a company you want a specific company. You want a specific company, huh? Like want to be you want me to give you a specific company? Uh, can can so you you tell me if you are an executive or entrepreneur and who do you want to attract and why? Okay, so let's say let's say okay, so let's say is a the entrepreneur then. Uh, and since uh MJ is here, let's say is a real estate agent, nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So um okay, so MJ, right? If you want to attract uh individuals uh to come to you. Right. Um, of course, when it comes to real estate, there are different uh, levels, right? Uh, people who are looking for HDB, people who are looking for private property, people who are looking for landed property, or maybe even uh, office space, right? So let's say for purpose of discussion, let's say somebody who's looking to transit into a landed property from a mm -hmm. condominium, right? Yep. So at the back of my mind right now, I'll be thinking that most people are thinking that they cannot afford it, number one. Will market continue to crash, right? Uh, is this the right time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's say if you ask yourself, uh, let's say you identify the the point to be, is this the right time? Then that's where you start building your story from. Okay. So the framework that we use for um, story, a story to link these two things up will be uh, using the acronym story, S-T-O-R-N-Y. So S stands for situation, T stands for threat, what would threaten the current situation? In the midst of this threat, what is an opportunity that, mm -hmm. that uh, you see that the clients don't see? Okay. Then mm -hmm. there is R, which is required action. So in order to get this promised land or this dream, what is my required action? And then finally, Y, which is your audience. How do you want your audience to respond to you? All right. So let's say if I was MJ, then I'll create a story, something like that. Okay. So I'm speed, totally speedballing here because I'm not a consultant, financial consultant, brother. I mean, a, a real estate consultant. So I'm assuming based on my understanding right now. Okay. So the setting would be uh, the COVID-19 virus has uh, hit uh, um, the world, especially in Singapore. And, um, and reports recently have shown a, a severe decline in um, uh, purchases of private, private property or maybe upgrading from condominium to landed property, right? Mm -hmm. And this is because of the sentiments where people are afraid to, um, to sell and markets uncertain, right? Mm -hmm. So as a result, um, it is uh, for, for people who want to buy, um, uh, rather people who want to uh, upgrade into a landed property, the fear is if, um, if will I get the house in a good price? Or if I buy the house already, will the property price mm -hmm. not to drop? All right. And so for those of you who are thinking that way, my, my answer to that is now is a perfect time. Now is a perfect mm -hmm. time, right? And mm -hmm. history has shown, right, in, a, in the past 10, 20 years, right, that despite economic crisis, especially during this period of time where we are uh, feeling this fear, now is actually a very, very good time. However, there are three things you need to look up to, look into. Okay, so now we are in the R already, okay? So you can say the first thing is you need to look into this. Second thing is you need to look into this. And number three is you need to look into this. Mm -hmm. However, this is the thing is the thing is that for for many of us who are just uh, who are not constantly in this industry and uh, may not know about sudden market turns, it is important that you have somebody who advises you also. 
right? And that's where I come in, right? So therefore, if you are looking to transit from a, um, uh, from a private property or condominium into a landed property, be sure to engage a advisor to ensure mm -hmm. that these three things I just spoke to you are the three things that are met before you make the purchase to ensure that you are purchasing a property that will not take you down, but will take you up together when the market recovers. Something like that. Yeah. Awesome, man. Wow. Just, just so-called spitballing and then you can come up with a story just like that. I think it's amazing. Um, and yeah, so, so I really do feel that, you know, like this, this entire framework, right, gives you something to think about whenever you want to, you know, go into a situation that is fresh. Mm. So, you know, like, um, let's say, let's say you're a property agent, you know, he has really covered that or a business owner, right? There are always going to be situations that, that cause like a new kind of market condition. Yep. And like you said, there are going to be threats, there are going to be opportunities, there are going to be required actions. And of course, who is that audience that you're serving, right? So if you can have all these five points and literally build your business brand around these five points, right? You have a very comprehensive yep. kind of brand that not only is just look good, huh? because yep. it's not just about looking good, right? For him, he looks good, lah, obviously, but it's oh. not just about looking good. It's about being able to have the entire story convert into something as well and convert hopefully into sales or leads or customers somehow or another. Yes. Right? So I think that this framework is very comprehensive in, in that way. Yeah. So, um, you know, having shared with this already, right, having shared this entire uh, framework, right, what do you think is, you know, one of the most powerful examples, right, of this particular framework in, in action? So I'm not sure whether you have a past, you know, client or past person that, that has ever applied this particular framework, right? And then suddenly they got a, a, a lot of results through this particular framework. Um, um, you know, and, and maybe you can share a little bit about that. Do you have some, some example like that? Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, incidentally, um, one of the largest financial services companies, right, in Singapore voted this program, Story Selling Program, as the top program for that year when it was introduced to them because it saw the highest revenue generated by the consultants within the first year. But the example I want to give wow. you is this. Um, I, I was coaching this individual who belonged to a, um, um, a playground design company. Okay, He came from a very technical background and that's what many of us are like. And whenever he communicated with his clients, it's always in facts, figures and numbers. Right? Do you remember just now I spoke to you, right? the criteria to engage people is to create images. Guess what? Numbers don't create images. Facts, figures don't create images. And many times when people don't get it, guess what? We, we throw in more facts, we throw in more figures. And it throws them off in confusion. So um, this particular individual came to me for coaching and then um, I shared with him how to communicate using stories and using this framework to present to his clients. And at that point in time, he was given an opportunity to speak around the region. And uh, guess what? Suddenly his business turned around. Previously, he was hardly able to generate sales. This time after, within one year of practicing wow. what I taught him, he, his boss not only got him to replicate the same presentation over again, the team members were, were at awe, right? They were wowed by it. And what, what, but what's most important is he managed to generate over $30 million in uh, leads and have closed already $5 million. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's just... Yeah, again, it is not the message that we already have, but it's how we want to communicate it that really um, invites people to respond to you. Yeah, so I, I would say... Was this in the medical industry? No, this wasn't a medical industry. This was in a 
playground design industry. Playground design? Oh, I didn't even catch yeah. that. Playground design, literally. Yeah, so it literally is called Play Story, where, uh, where he and his architects will come together to think about what kind of story they want to create so that it is a place that children want to hang around. Yeah, so together we... In fact, the, that term that the company is using right now, Play Story, is a term that yeah. I coined for them as well. Yeah, so wow, right now they're wow, using wow. the term Play Story, Play Story, yeah. So it's, it makes the client easy to understand, uh, help the client understand that whatever I'm going to propose to you is not just a playground, but it's a playground that children want to be in because they get to be a personality that they are not when they're out of the playground. Yeah. So, wow, yeah. Wow. Amazing. So, so guys, you can sell playgrounds, huh? With this <laughs> if the bugger can sell playgrounds, <laughs> you can probably sell anything like, with this framework. Okay, so so do 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 capture. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna challenge you with some more examples. I'm gonna give him some more examples from from what I know lah. Like. Maybe Stephanie's example I'll bring up as well because she said mine mine. You know, in the comments, uh, okay. and Kelvin said facts and figures don't create images. Absolutely agree. I forgot how many insurance agents and property agents already told me stuff. You know, and then basically he can't remember anything. So maybe we let's use uh, uh Stephanie's example because it's a bit shift. You know, a bit shifted from, uh, uh, you know, just the property example. She's a business owner and she basically sells this thing called uh, natural food seasoning. So natural food seasoning that, that lit, when, you, when you use it, right, you can uh, basically have flavorful food in like 15 minutes kind of thing. So okay. it's very good, like time saver and all of that. Um, yeah. you, may not want, you may not need to go through the entire story framework, but maybe you give us a gist or like the summary version for her, you know, since she has been such a loyal fan and always coming in. <laughs> so maybe the first question to ask is why would people want natural food seasoning would it be because uh, the current food seasoning is causing too much health problems if the answer is yes we will go through the health problem route mm, okay mm, mm, so the story will be something like this <clears throat> the story will be um, uh, okay again speedballing I know there's some statistics to it definitely but uh, that's something you have to do a bit of research in okay Stephanie but I just want to show you in the framework of storytelling Okay, so I'll go like, um, <clears throat> did you know in the population of 6.7 million in Singapore, out of, out of us, 100,000 people contract cancer every single year. But do you want to make a guess, out of the 100,000 people, right, how many contract cancer because of the food they eat? Interesting. And you know what? <clears throat> and you know what? This number is going to continue to increase because many, uh, many uh, food areas are using artificial seasoning to make food taste better and attract people to eat their food. But the question is, is this sustainable for your health? Now, isn't it ideal that all of us get to eat the food that we love to eat and still be healthy? Wouldn't you think? The answer is yes. But <clears throat> there is a criteria. The criteria is, if the, or rather, uh, ideally is if the seasoning we use is all natural, right? Um, it doesn't cause any harm, long-term or short-term harm. Or I can't think of the third criteria, but there's a third criteria, right? Then you go like, um, well, I'm here to tell you that there is something out there that's like that, right? In fact, right now, um, you can talk about your company, you can talk about what you do, right? You can go like, um, in fact, right now, uh, I've been uh, sharing about this uh, product, uh, about sharing about this. I, I would actually refrain from talking about product. I would more talk about um, like a recipe, okay? or a formula. Mm -hmm. I've been sharing about this formula recipe that is um, not only... Uh, okay, actually, actually, the third criteria, nice, 
um, doesn't have long-term health problem, short, short long-term health problem. And number three is increases your energy, body energy, okay? <clears throat> so I've been sharing about this formula and we've tried it within our family. And guess what? Ever since then, like uh, for my father, I'm just saying here, for my father, he used to drop, his, drop a lot of hair, right? Right now, guess what? He has a full head of hair, right? Ever since, ever since trying on this new formula. And if you'd like to find out more about how this formula can also work for you, let me know or hit me in the comments below. I'll be running a webinar that's coming up soon in next week, but it's only open to 20 people. And if you'd like to register, just let me know and I'll send you that link. Something like that. Awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. Like, like amazing kind of thing. I want to switch gears a little bit uh, for those people who haven't started up a business. So there's some people in the community, uh, maybe they don't have a, a business yet mm. and they are intending to start off or, or maybe now, you know, they're thinking like, hey, you know what? The job uncertainty is like, you know, getting a bit tough already. Don't know whether their employer is going to keep them kind of thing. Or maybe some of them, you know, might have been retrenched, might have taken a pay cut already, you yeah. know, during this period of time. Mm. Like, what do you say? What do you have to say for these people? Because I know that you transited from a corporate, a corporate job as well. So, so what do you have to say, you know, from your experience to these group of people that are transiting out and and trying to go into a, a more entrepreneurial kind of route? Okay, <laughs> I would first ask you, right? What makes your heart sing? What makes your heart sing? Oh. Right. Because now it's an opportunity for you to ask yourself, what do you really, really want to do? I still remember when I was in the medical industry and uh, when I transited, right? Uh, I asked myself this question, what is it that you want to do now, David? Because you got opportunity to choose a different path. I was in medical sales, by the mm -hmm. way, you know, and I spent more than 10 years there um, cutting my teeth in sales. So I immediately knew I wanted to be in training consultancy and even speak at events all around the region. And immediately, the, this is the first thing I did. I got myself a mentor. So do you really understand which industry you want to go into? First step, go get yourself a mentor, right? Don't try to figure out the world by your own because it would save you a lot of time. It would save you a lot of money. You know what? The first four months, I followed my mentor everywhere without getting paid, right? I, I picked up wow. his book, set up his books, you know, um, um, anything that he needs to do, everything basically, right? Um, and, and I think of it as a way for me to learn. Right. So if that's your position, ask yourself, where can you find a mentor? Number two, have an avenue for you to practice whatever you're learning, whether it is digital marketing, whether it is um, financial planning, uh, real estate planning. Uh, it could be in the smallest form, but make sure there is a way for you to practice. OK, for me, I went into Toastmasters. So every, every other week I've got to prepare speeches. So that keeps me going. Right. And then number three is center yourself around like-minded people. You wouldn't want to hang out with your old friends, likely not. Your old friends will not think like you if you're an entrepreneur. Your, the mindset of an employee will always different, be different from the mindset of an entrepreneur, right? And when you're hanging hang out with your employee friends, your friends will tell you, ah, yeah, forget about this entrepreneur thing. Like, come back into, <laughs> come yep. back into uh, employ, uh, your the employment, right? Uh, Full-time employment life. But you know within your heart that that's not where you belong. You, are, you belong to somewhere that, that you can shine brighter. So three things. Find a mentor. Um, have a place that you can practice. And number three is be around like-minded people. Yeah, and there's so many people. Just in case you're wondering where to find these people, you can find in Facebook groups, you can find uh, in BNIs, uh, different places. Definitely easy to find people who think like you and want to be who you want to be. Amazing, bro. So I just want to deconstruct that uh, because you shared so much value in, in those, you know, three points. 
Uh, the whole fact about practice, right? I, I, I've been saying this on live so many times already. And, you know, when I started the first live, right, basically it was just nothing. I just went live, you know, just like that. And then I just went to talk, right? But now having to do live really, I, I've sort of figured out what the buttons are, figured out, you know, what, whether I've used Zoom or this particular thing. I'm trying out all of this stuff. So I'm also practicing, guys. So me, as a person I'm practicing, right, I encourage you to practice as well. Yeah. And if you need a safe environment to practice, right, the easiest way, again, if you're doing video, if you're doing live, if you're doing anything on social media, literally you can set up a group with you, one person in that group, and then not let anybody go into that group and literally go and practice all your content there. And nobody's going to see it anyway. Only Facebook like Mark Zuckerberg is spying on you, right? So, so literally, that's a good way to go and start to practice. And I absolutely agree, right, about mixing the people that you mix around with. Because the people that you mix around with, right, if they're all, you know, in that kind of negative mood now, uh, there is no way, there is absolutely no way that you're going to succeed. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So, so in, in, in that line, right, I think that you have also a community, right? Do you have a community right now uh, uh, that, that, that you, you coach and you train together? Is it a group kind of community? Uh, for me, I uh, belong to a community of trainers and speakers. Um, yeah, but within that group, I don't train. I, I, I com like um, contribute and receive from them also. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the community I hang out with at the moment, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. But having, having so, said that, can I, can I just say that I'm also a bit selective on the community that I hang out with? Um, that, but that's just particularly for me. So I love to hang out with people like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hang out with you too. That's why you're not inviting yeah. me, right? Yeah, that's I'm right. basically but... inviting all the people that I want to learn from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm selective on, on where, I, where I hang out. Just to make sure that um it it's a it's a place that i it, it's a place with people i can resonate with yeah correct yeah so uh i just saw eric lim uh, coming in so hey eric uh and kevin yeah i got you uh totally you know for for your question right so um basically i want to i want to when, when you talk about mentoring basically a mentor right i think that um you know david is a good mentor and he probably has some sort of like uh, I don't know whether you have some some coaching class or something like that that is still on because I remember you still have you have it right. Yes. Yes. So Do you want to share um, a little bit about that. So um, for those of you who uh, want to um, learn how to create content and create presence on social media, right? Right now during this COVID period, I'm, I'm actually organizing something called GC Five which means get clients in five days content challenge. All right. Wow, it's, to get, wow, wow, wow. it's to get every one of you who is, who is uh, afraid of creating content or never created content before or unsure about what's the content framework. Um, I teach this over a period of five days and every single day we will end with a challenge. Right. By the third day, you should be able, should, you should see a post. By the fifth day, you should get your first appointment. So our past students, which is about two weeks ago, Many of them saw a significant jump in the engagement of their posts. And, uh, and even one of them got an appointment even before the fifth day. You got it within the third day. Yeah. So if this is something that resonates with you, you really want to be um, create a presence online, come and join us uh, for this session. It's coming up on the 18th to the 22nd. It will run at 8 p.m. all the way to about 9. And I will, there will be a bit of teaching. Then we will share with you what is at that week, that day's assignment. Get it done, then the next day it will build on the assignment that you created already. Yeah. We use a, a methodology known as SALES, which is S A L E S. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we teach you step by step exactly how to create sales converting content. 